Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Glee. Aggressive. Is excited to partner with Nettles and Paint. Looking for a unique gift or piece to add to your home? Nettles and Paint specializes in handmade home decor and divination tools. From posters to custom pieces, Nettles and Paint has everything for everyday spooky babes. They're also the exclusive home of the popular indie tarot deck, the RJC Tarot, featuring original digital collage in honor of the artist's college best friend. And now, Nettles and Paint is offering Glee Aggressive fans a special 10% off your first order with the code GLEEK. Visit nettlesandpaint.store to start shopping with code GLEEK. It's a Dappa Devil production, see? Uh, well, hello everyone, and welcome to a to an episode of of Glee. Glee. Aggressive. Aggressive. My name is Karina Stokes. My name is Ian Brodsky, and oh boy, do we have a special guest today! I have been wanting to get her on the pod for some time, and here she is: uh, actor, singer, theater maker all-around awesome, awesome person who just finished the run of Specially Processed American Me at Dixon Place. Um, it is the the one, the only Monica Goff, everybody. Welcome. Hi. Hello. I, this is my first podcast ever. Holy um, shit. I know. Isn't that crazy? I listened to so many, and here we are. Uh, <laughs> I'm honored to be here. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm so glad we could get you here for what has to be the most uplifting and fun episode of Glee to talk Truly, about. Truly, yes. <laughs> yeah, totally did not realize what I was asking you to do, because, of course, I have never seen it, so. Of course, of um, course. Um, that does beg the question for you, Monica. Have So, before this episode, what was your relationship with the, with the show Glee? A very, I had a very close relationship. Okay, with <laughs> a close um, personal relationship with. Glee. Yeah, I think I deleted all of the evidence, but um, I, I definitely had like a when when my mom got her first like laptop computer, I used like the, uh, <laughs> the like photo booth whatever to make like pictures of myself going like this with with um, the Glee L on the, the forehead. L, yep. Yes, yeah, um, which was um a thing that happened uh <laughs> uh and yeah I was obsessed with it um for probably the first three seasons and then yep. I think I gave up on it so yep. so you got you followed the pretty traditional glee fan trajectory which is yes, I'll stick around exactly. and then come season four everyone's like now nah, I'm done yeah, I'm out no, now yeah, yeah yeah exactly that's fair and then I think I came back and watched um a, a later episode that I won't obviously won't spoil but yes there's a i know what episode it is but yeah yeah i'm sure you do (laughs) oh i think i know what episode you probably do Ian, just through osmosis but yeah so today of course we are discusser discussing yes we are discussing yes season two episode 21 the penultimate episode of the season entitled (sighs) funeral yeah we really didn't think this one through. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it originally aired May 17th, 2011. Boy. Cool. I, I know, I like, I know this episode year. was coming. I knew this episode was coming because it's right in the title and like, it's pretty mm-hmm. easy to remember. It's got, it's memorable. 
as it were. But then I was watching it. It is. And, like, I started the episode, like, watching it last night, and I was, like, already preparing myself. I'm like, oh, my God. I already, what what am I going to have to, I'm going to have to feel so many emotions in, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. just a half an hour away. And I'm going Absolutely. to feel them all. And I was not prepared still. Yeah. Um, same. So we start off with a recap. My first note mm-hmm. is just Nationals LOL because, <laughs> like, even, like, in the first scene, they are saying, okay, Nationals is, like, a week away. We've been working so hard for this for two years, except you haven't because every episode has been about something different. And on top of that, you want to do original songs for Nationals. And we still like, need to oh, decide what we're doing. Right? Yeah. You don't even have in a like fucking a plan. <laughs> You have had all this time, but no, you had to do rumors and, like, more Lady Gaga stuff. Mm -hmm. But okay, William. William. Um, Also, like we mentioned, Jonathan Groff's uh, consulting biz. They should hire him because he's good and, quote, super handsome. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Terry's here, too. Mm -hmm. Um, That was my first note was, Jonathan Groff is dot, 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 so hot? Question mark. (laughs) I mean, Jonathan Groff is 2011 hot. Yeah. Jonathan Groff, yeah, he was the moment then. Yeah, yeah. And he's definitely had a mo- he's definitely had moments since, but he was absolutely like the theater kid. He was 2011 the bad boy moment. of musical theater. Yeah. He was, which is the wildest thing to say. <laughs> this does not make any sense at all. <laughs> Jonathan Groff was um, really the zane of musical theater. Yeah, yeah. That tracks. That tracks. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be on our epitaphs. Um, yes. <laughs> um, so When I die, write he, that into my, my eulogy. I got you. I got you. I will make sure. Oh, I was going to. Well, I'll edit it. I'll edit this out. But I'm going to make sure your baby knows exactly what you said. Thank you. Um, but um, so Jonathan Groff is essentially here to be the show choir consultant, as had been mentioned in the prom episode. How much um, do you think he charges for this service? Okay, great question. Because <laughs> it's a... Obviously, we've talked a lot about finances on this for this school, which seem to vary wildly. But also, Jonathan Groff was revealed in the previous episode to be dumb. Like, big dumb. So right. perhaps he doesn't know... He certainly doesn't know what market value is, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And, is he um, undercharging? and also it's Ohio, so you have to adjust for that cost. And yeah. is he undercharging because he wants to get back with Rachel? Like, is he run by his heart? Mm. Right, I think those are all valid questions. He's also, like, um, a year out of... Well, I think he went to, like, a year of college. He's a college dropout, back. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> so I can imagine he thought he was, like... Either he got, like, a square half of the prom fee, mm-hmm. which would be $200, or if we're playing Jesse St. James's dumb card, he took the $400, thought, okay, I'm going to do a fourth of that because that's the highest percentage. Like, mm. one-fourth, like, four mm-hmm. parts, that's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he ended up only getting 100 because he's dumb. A cool hundo to sit there. A cool there hundo, and, yeah. And judge people. I mean, he could do worse. And gig True. economy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, they're going to continue their trend of original songs. Um, yeah, they just flat out don't have time for this. They don't. Like, no, no. Like, even like, if this was the whole on. plot of the episode, that all they did this episode was figure out their plan for nationals, they still don't have enough time. 
Mm-hmm. And there's other and plots. There's other plots. And I'm and like, all I can think now is like, well, there's always my headband. Yes. Um, so, immediate, so he immediately casts shade on everyone. He, fla- he calls Finn out for dancing and singing like a zombie who has to poop. Here's the Great. thing. Here's the thing. Jesse St. James says, I think what we're all thinking, which is he straight up says to Finn, I don't think you should necessarily be the male lead of this group because every other guy is basically better at things than you. Yeah. Which is correct. (laughs) I was going to say, where is the lie? Right. We've spent a lot of time on this knocking Finn for his talents. Um, He's fine. He just happens to be the tallest, really. And that's yeah that's what it comes down to mm-hmm. mike chang has abs and finn is tall uh, mike chang can dance with his abs though he can absolutely dance with his abs yes mm-hmm. um so we decide we are going to choose a star performer around whom our entire set is going to be based again terrible idea to just get this idea off the ground now a week before we get on a plane to nationals yes. And it is a week, right? Like, it's I feel a week. like I'm not making he, that. Okay, it. It was great. explicitly yeah. stated this episode, Nationals is a week away. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, and, like, Sam agrees with Jesse. Fine. I guess we needed to give him a little something to do this episode. This is, that's literally all Sam does this episode. He says yeah. this one line. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, here's my next, my next thought bubble, which was that Will is all aghast because Jesse wants to, like, hold auditions to see who would get featured in a major performance. This seems mm-hmm. like a very normal occurrence for something like a show choir, too, if you're going to have a solo in a, in a performance that you would perhaps hold a secondary audition to find out mm-hmm. who deserves it. And frankly, right. it's more fair than Will's usual method, which is just to give it to Rachel. So... <laughs> Fair, valid. I'm not saying and to be, I'm not saying Jesse St. James is doing a good job, but I am saying he's maybe more qualified to be a professional choir person than Will is. And canonically, we have footage. Footage. We know that the Warblers do the same thing. Yes. Even though, of course, they always give it to Blaine, the Rachel mm. of the Warblers. But at least um, they gave other people so a better. shot. Yes. True. <laughs> valid. Will is like, I can't believe you're taking away, like, our our sense of community and i'm like will he's literally doing everything right and you're just sitting there looking at rachel being like i can't wait to hear her sing another ballad <laughs> which spoiler alert for this fucking episode she, she does. does surprise yeah <laughs> um so we cut to sue who is quote lactating with rage Disgusting. hilarious <laughs> Like, here's the thing. Bottom line up front, like, this was Jane Lynch's episode. Like, Mm -hmm. I would not be surprised if this was solely constructed to give Jane Lynch an Emmy nomination because it worked for me. I think she was, in fact, nominated for an Emmy based on this episode. I believe it. As she should Um, be. Yes, yes. she was nominated for Supporting Actress in a Comedy. And this was the episode submitted for that. Which, like, yeah. Yeah. Um... So we have, okay, okay, so Ken Tanaka is back. Tanaka. Um, to, right, I'm just Wait, no, it's because... not Ken Tanaka. Wow. Is it? No, no that's Howard Bamboo. Oh, no, Ian. <laughs> Ken Tanaka's the, 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 the yeah, football coach. the old football coach who we never see again. Why did I think this was the football coach? I don't know. Well, they are both, um, they, they are both Asian. Oh, God. <laughs> Monica's going to use this against me for the rest of my life. I know. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Supporting characters. 
they have very similar vibes so i don't they do and like right they're they're very they're they're also similar shapes they, i feel you're, yes so i wasn't <laughs> yeah. sure how to say that without like being like they kind of like if you didn't have your glasses on and they stood next to each other they'd be like similar blobs yeah. if they were oh, on God. like shadow like on a game show before they were revealed they would look exactly the same oh they're God, two you men got, of similar shape yeah you both you both did a great job of making me feel better which you did not have to do <laughs> I am still mortified. Also, to be fair, we haven't seen Kentanaka or Howard Bamboo since season one. Right, mm-hmm. and I genuinely thought this was the football coach. I didn't realize his name was Howard Bamboo, which is a yeah. whole Even other, worse. <laughs> yeah, whole other thing. Oh God! When you look around, you're like, we, "Quick, we need an Asian last name," and the Bamboo yeah. is the first thing you see. Yeah. It doesn't help that he immediately is called Panda Express as a nickname. <laughs> Oh Lord! So stupid! The, I love it. Yeah, because the exchange. And now like, he's also a hacker. Well, no, no. Well, no. He's no. not. He's a he's man a, of many talents. Yes. He does know yes. how to log into an AOL account. Um, the Panda right. Express bit with Jane Lynch, who, as always, delivers her material perfectly, because mm-hmm. the snap back and forth between your your code your villain code name is Panda Express, and his response is, "But I'm not Chinese." And her immediate response is, neither is the food at Panda Express. So, <laughs> it's, it's Jane Lynch doing her Jane Lynchiest, and yeah. we do love that for her. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so, my, my next note is, is this a trap? Um, I don't remember why. I watched this three days ago, so a lot of my notes are not going to make sense to me today. Also, I immediately got a head rush, and I might not know where I am after this conversation because I am mortified. You blacked out. Um, I'm fully blacked so out. So Sue's plan is to big use of air quotes here. Hack into Principal Figgins' <laughs> email account, which yes, because because all the school is they book through a travel agency, which I think I, I was like those don't exist, but I guess in 2011 they might have still existed. Right. Um, yeah. I fully remember using a like a pseudo travel agent. I use like fucking yeah. Trivago.com got, or something like, to book a trip in 2013. For something. They probably yeah. have like a, a small town discount yeah. kind of thing. But yeah. to do <laughs> the small town discount to, to hack, quote unquote, <laughs> they just need to get into his personal email, which is mm-hmm. I cannot believe that a principal would be using his personal AOL account for his school business. Because no right. no principal would be allowed to use the professional email getting figgy with it at AOL.com. I'm so this glad you scandal. caught that. This is a scandal. <laughs> Imagine. We needed a full investigation. You got his email. His email. His email. You're a parent and you have a concern. So you're like, I got to get in contact with my child's principal. Like, I think there's a really bad thing going on. And you get a response email and you just see in the oh subject says from getting figgy with it. And then you'd be like, oh, I have to, I have to pull my child from this school. Right. Um, which apparently is rather easy based on what we've yeah. seen so far in this series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a very fluid uh, transfer system in, in this town. Uh- right. <laughs> um, and we learn here that Becky had been cut from Cheerios. Hold on. You're skipping, mm-hmm. you're skipping like three things. Oh, sorry. No, I, I, I fully, I fully scrolled past my, That's my notes on this. Um, go on. We have to talk about how Sue's plan. Well, first of all, Hacking into Figgins' email involves guessing his password, which uses the most common password in America, 1234. 
And then her final plan is to reroute the kids' layover (laughs) so that they will be layovering in Libya, war-torn city of Tripoli, where she hopes that when they touch down, they will be kidnapped or killed. Like, the escalation... It went, we went from, from defund the D- the glee club to let's <laughs> get them killed. That is <laughs> And even Terry is like, "Oh, that's okay. That's a big that's a big Terry's plan." Terry's like, "I see no problem, but okay." That's a big shift in plan. Speaking right. of Terry, did she get fillers between the last season and this season? Cuz that's well. I I feel like that happened. I went from watching the first three seasons of season one to this one, and I was like, she looks, she looks high and tight. Good for and her. I like it. And I Honestly, like it. for post-divorce Terry, I would buy it. Yeah. She got the right kinds of fillers. like Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like the ones you want to get, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, and we do find out that today her Sue's mood doesn't help because she woke up on the wrong side of the bed because... Becky wants in Glee Club. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Now we get Which, Becky and her mom asking Will to join Glee Club because Sue very just out of the blue kicked her off of the Cheerios. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, because I didn't know what to expect in this episode at this point, I was really hoping that this wouldn't turn into a Will and Becky's mom relationship plot. Oh my God. And it, it didn't, it didn't. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank God. God. I thought this was a trap of some sort. Mm-hmm. I can see um, now why you have a note. Is this a trap? Because that scene does feel that's like a trap, trap somehow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Again, blacked out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Will does the heartbreaking but correct thing of saying, well, I can't put you on this year. We're a week away from nationals. Right. But next year. Yeah. There's his Understandable. Sense. He's planning yes. ahead. Yeah. He's planning ahead. Exactly. Finally. And Will does confront Sue about this and... This is where we learn, this is kind of the ball drop of the episode, yes. where mm-hmm. we learn that Sue's sister, Jean, died yesterday. Yes. R.I.P. Jean, light of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so a note about this, in case, because I, you can watch this and be like, have a weird feeling about like, why are we killing off our disabled characters as opposed to like anyone else? And so right. did a little bit of research. It was... Not like a random choice. The actress who played Jean, her name was Robin Trocky, um, mm-hmm. did kind of have to be written off the show because she was experiencing complications from Alzheimer's. So Aww. it was like Jean was not going to be able to be a character kind of there much longer. So rather than, and in some ways you can say, you can almost, and maybe you can, like applaud Glee for rather than just saying, well, we just won't show her again. Like, we just will sort of forget mm-hmm. that Sue had a sister. That they did make the, take the effort to give her a very meaningful send-off and to really point out how this would affect Sue more so than just putting her on mm-hmm. a bus and being like, remember that you sister you had? Yep. Like what they did well, with the mom. <laughs> right. Well, uh, yep. <laughs> I'll, I'll award one and a half points to Glee on that. Fair. That's Thank in- you, Ryan Murphy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jane Lynch plays her grief for this in this really, like, stoic kind of way to start, where she is just, like, she is not showing her, not showing her hand. She's clearly upset, but the, her stoicism is showing, and I thought that was an interesting, Jane Lynch just really was killing it this I mean, she's episode. brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. acting choices, 
that like she probably I mean she probably did need to think them through because no, she's that she's brilliant but like but... like the thought and the depth that like probably may not have been warranted for this show mm-hmm. but we got anyway mm-hmm. yeah this was also where I thought like it might be an elaborate like plot to trick the glee club but it's not no, thank she's, god she's just um, god could you imagine <laughs> right and like no. I, I don't know if this is like a true medical fact but let's assume that it is that like most people with down syndrome don't live past 30 mm. but gene made it to 50 so they thought they were going to be able to grow old together and it's heartbreaking that they couldn't yes absolutely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um all right so um cut back to glee club mm-hmm. rachel would kill to get this solo which i mean of course yeah. she would, as if she had literally been murder, literally murder, literally. She would, yes. literally. Yeah, she would, um, as if she hadn't already been the centerpiece of multiple other competitions. Right, every other mm-hmm. competition, um, barring one, ultimately. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. We learned that Finn is not going to audition for this solo because Jesse just wiped out all of his confidence in ten seconds. Which you know what I get. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. Like, if Jonathan Groff came up to me and was like, "You're trash," I would have been like. I'm dead. Like, there's, de- there's no yeah. where. Where can I, I go? Mortified. <laughs> I am mortified, and you're correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then I would tweet and, about it. So I guess that is the difference oh, between me yes. and <laughs> And like Rachel's all like, "But you're the male lead of the group," and I'm like, "It's show choir. Like, it's not." Mm-hmm. It's- also, it's a solo. Like, why is she? Yeah. Why, if she wants it so bad, yeah, why she- is she pushing so hard for him to be to audition? Right. It does there's not only one in a solo. Me. Yeah. Exactly. Surprise. Every time Rachel says you're the male lead of this group, all I can hear is her is you're the male lead of this show. And like yeah, it's it's exactly. just getting to be a little too obvious. I was like, but it's like <laughs> Right. It's like this is not your high school production of Oklahoma. Come no. on. Mm-mm. So then we cut to um Will moving out of his apartment question mark it's not like one of those things they forgot Uh to tell us about (laughs) thank you Mm -hmm. thank you because Mm -hmm. i was like did i miss a major plot point where he decides that he is getting both football and uh musical theater at the same time adult troy bolton (laughs) yes exactly yes (laughs) i mean yes i kind of missed it but also they just never codified they never did because the last time we heard about this was him saying Mm -hmm. i'm not going to go but i really want to go but i'm not going to go I guess now and he is like, going to fine. go. Which, fine. that whole, like, crisis that he has about this, I cannot imagine a world where, first of all, someone is like, hello, random show choir teacher, come be on Broadway with me. Um, and then he says, I don't know, maybe my true passion is Glee Club. <laughs> my true passion is being a mediocre Spanish teacher in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really do it for the for the benefits and the salary. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, mm, but <laughs> <laughs> Kristen comes up to you and says star in my musical and you say I have to think about it. For yeah. the kids. <laughs> but my children um God. But I will say brilliant brilliant way to start this scene off with just Emma going, wow, that's a lot of vests. The visual vest gag, I was I was here for it. Because so funny. But then they turned it into like an emotional moment. I was like, oh, I liked it better when it was just a joke about all his vests. Yes. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and they also um, really made sure to tie in that she's got OCD. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And she's got, she's very good at organizing. Oh, yeah. You're the best organizer, the best organizer yeah. I know. You should really work at the container store, yeah. Emma. Which is um, just like, I think Will has a type. Let's, yeah. let's say that. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah. All I can think about is like this very poorly written sitcom that's like, she has OCD. He has a lot of vests. What's going to happen? <laughs> I just, I just startled awake the dogs I'm taking care of. Oh my god! Hilarity oh ensues. Right. <laughs> Will they ever find love together? <laughs> Probably. Oh my god! This bullshit Ohio odd couple. We're just okay. like making funny jokes, and then she's like, "Ha! Oh, what about this vest?" He's like, that's the best I wore when I met you. And then they lock like, eyes. And I'm like, this is not have the emotional weight you no. think it does. Come on. Oh, no, not at all. Are they, remind oh me, God. are they, are they dating at this point? No. Have they officially no. gotten together? Okay. No, I mean, she, they, you can they, see they, that that's coming. Yeah. But like, of course. They're both, you can see the end They're both pretty here. newly single. Will has just been broken up with by Gwyneth Paltrow. And, um, <gasps> remember that? That's right. John Stamos just annulled his marriage to Emma. That's right. right. I'm imagining, okay, two things, yep. because, Mon, I have to curse you with this. One, I'm imagining the, like, off-screen romance that is John Stamos and Gwyneth Paltrow's characters. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, two, mm-hmm. the alternate universe where Matthew Morrison originated the role of Fierro as opposed to Norbert Leo Butts. God. <laughs> yeah. I'd apologize, but, thought, you know, I if thought, I have to live with it, now you all do, too. I thought we listeners. were in the dark timeline, but that's... That's the real dark time. Is, is <laughs> Matthew Morrison of the right age to have... Could that have happened? I don't understand how I think how so, because, like... Because, um, like... Because he was Adina in Hairspray. and Kristen. Yeah. That was and, kind of his... Yeah. Same time period. Yeah, so. and, like, Adina, Kristen, and Norbert were all, like, early to mid-30s mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. Wicked came out. That tracks. Um, so that is not unreasonable to me, I think. Because Norbert Leo Butts, well, for, he has an old man name. I know he's not always been an old man. I don't even think he is one right. now. But he has <laughs> the oldest 55. man name. He has the oldest <laughs> he man does. name in the world. So I've never quite been able to pinpoint how old he was when he was in Wicked. Right. Um, he's also, like, one of two, like, under six foot tall Fierros. Really? Like, I always think yeah, of Fierro as a short king. Iconic. He, well, I mean, okay, so, I mean, you could say canonically, yes, because him and then Tay Diggs replaced him for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And both both short kings, both my height. Because, like, like I think true. it's funnier if Bach is, like, a kind of, like, like uncomfortably tall man, in a way. Right. Mm-hmm. Aren't mm-hmm. you a little tall to be amongst you, yeah. is mm-hmm. the lie. I didn't even know that. I just have projected my own feelings onto, onto yes. Wicked. But Fierro... And now it's the reverse. Fierro's a short king because that's why he has to have so much fucking flair when he mm-hmm. walks into any place. I think I think your reasoning is so much better. And I'm not just saying this because I grew up to be a short king who still ordalizes, idolizes normally robots. Ordalizes. Um... I'm As for I'm for this. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, this is a total sidebar, but I was just looking up how old Matthew Morrison is, and when I typed his name into the search bar, the right underneath his name, the autofill says American actor, dancer, singer songwriter, and war criminal. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> what? Well. Sorry. Anyway, sleepy with that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it was apologies to Matthew Morrison ish. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, where even were we? Um, <laughs> um, oh, 
Yeah, so oh, the vest. The vest. Yes, the vest. The ve- yeah, mm-hmm. vest gate. Um, so got a lot of vests here. Um, one is uh, when he first met her. One is his first day of Glee Club. Um, I'm imagining like the wardrobe supervisor that had to like go into the archives and try to dig that out. Locate um, these vests. Yeah. <laughs> then we cut to Kurt bringing Sue flowers um, with uh, Finn. Finn, and I mean. Solid line where he, she says, I'm allergic to pansies, and that's not a swipe at either of you. Yep. <laughs> like, that's, like, several layers of great comedy right there. Um, and, like, we get we start to get some real, like, I mean, not start to. Like, we've had some really good, like, emotional mm-hmm. depth mm-hmm. here. But mm-hmm. this is where we, like, truly start to see some connection because Kurt and Finn can both go in and say, like, yes. we both know what it's like to lose someone so close to us, even if, like, Kurt's dad died before he like could really remember. Finn's. Um, yes, thank you. But yeah, I liked this because I liked that they're going in as like because they are brothers or whatever. So it's a a, a right. moment that makes sense, a little brother moment, and that mm-hmm. they both do have relatable death experiences. Um, right. So I was like, because I was first, I was like, why them? And then I was like, oh right, dead parents. So dead parents. Mm-hmm. I I do appreciate that they are building on this brotherly. Um, like, this brotherly, like, idea. Yeah. Like, we saw it, like, in the last episode a bit, and, like, we're seeing it yeah, now. And, yeah. Like, I just think it's a great thing. Um, also, I love that she called, uh, she called him Herman and Eddie Munster. <laughs> and I just good. fully went, like, aww. That's so nice for them. <laughs> yeah. Family Halloween costume. And, like, I, I do truly love that we get this, like, raw, Sue, mm-hmm. emotional, like, I don't know how I'm going to deal with this. I can't go back to the nursing home. I can't, like, I, can't, I won't tell my mother. Right. And, like... It should have been my time, not hers. Right. Like yeah. that. It's funny because I don't know if it was warranted to have this Sue plotline after making her just fully a villain for most of the like season. Like a cartoon villain, after all that. Yeah. 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 But I'm. I mean, like, I love that we're here, though. Like, I yeah. think it's like it's like the justice for Jane Lynch of it. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it like. It. I mean, it serves its purpose for like softening her a little bit mm-hmm. and making her yeah. not so one one note i guess yeah that jane lynch is yeah. one note but the character can say it's so like, it all right, was we, we know what to totally, expect totally yeah and i totally. think i think it's it also kind of justifies maybe why she is the way that she is that she has to be the, the strong person right. in her family you know right um Ooh. and i just uh i thought i think i love jane lynch like we've said yeah but this was uh this was a really solid performance from her oh. <laughs> a reasonable yeah. any um, yeah. Yeah. Thing. yeah, it really was. And then we get to the Glee Club has to help uh, Sue. Yeah. And I, c- I, here's the thing. I like all of this aside. I could see them building an entire episode around this one line that one of the writers thought of, which was Santana saying, "I like to put the fun back in funeral as much as the next person, but why should we help?" Yes, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I did spend a lot of time referring to this episode in my head as funeral. Um, which it's not um it's not i just can't look glee club plans kurt's dad's wedding was already a pretty big stretch right and that's That's like that's one that that Mm -hmm. was already a stretch but you're like well it's his dad you know there's a connection right glee club Mm -hmm. organizes a funeral for their gym teacher's (laughs) stead sister no and then in between that like, I feel like the, the B in between A and C is Glee Club saves prom Club because performs, Air Supply dropped out. Glee Club <laughs> performs at their own prom to replace Air Supply. 
okay, but I can't, I cannot do, it's Glee Club plans a funeral. Like, I just, yeah. that's not that, they don't let children do that, first of no. all. You, a 16-year-old, can't walk an into An event a planning service. No. This is, like, this is too much. Right. Then they decide we're doing it for Jean, not Sue. Right. None of them have met Jean, but okay. Literally none valid, of them. Valid justification, nonetheless. Um, mm-hmm. And fucking Jesse opposes, like, God bless Jonathan Groff. He's perfect, but, like, yeah. I don't love seeing him as the cartoon villain of this episode. No. Um, no. Maybe just because it's so off-brand for the Jonathan Groff we know and love, but, like... He's a bad boy. He, Look at him. He's a bad boy. <laughs> um, and <laughs> the difference... So, like, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be planning the same, uh, a funeral the same week as Nationals because Vocal Adrenaline is working 24 hours a day. And, like, there's so many things not cool about that. <laughs> I mean... I will say maybe, he's in some ways not wrong. It is a little weird to mm-hmm. suddenly plan yes. like mm-hmm. take up a major event planning funeral in the middle of your last week before nationals when you haven't even written your songs. I agree with that. Yes. yes. That's that's the part I do he agree with. He just doesn't um, deliver it well. He's not good at the delivery of information. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm not convinced that we should focus on nationals at all. I'm like no 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 no. Right. no, no. This funeral needs to happen. Needs to happen. And then this is where Finn leaders up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because um, that's that's what he does. Finn is a dumb leader. And this is where he makes the call. Um, mm-hmm. And we're doing this. Fine. Good for you, Finn. He's tall, so he's easy to follow. Yeah. That's yes. it. <laughs> you can't miss him. They put him in the front of the line so you can see his little head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love that. Um, um, so... Cut to the hallway. Sue is wearing sunglasses. Um, Frankentine and Lady Trousers volunteered to help him sort, help her sort through Jean's stuff. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's why she agreed to this, um, to this whole Shebang. Glee Club yeah. helps with the funeral thing. As Will is like, this is another elaborate plot, um, but <laughs> it's not. She gets one great hair grease joke in there before walking away. Yep. Cool. And then we have, like, the bulk of the, okay. s- the songs for this episode. I called this chunk... All in a row. I called this All chunk, like, the sell it on iTunes, like, spectacular. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because it's like the writers were like, well, we can't just start singing songs willy-nilly. This is an episode about a funeral. Like, we don't have... Right. But we need to have at least three more our, songs. Right, but our public is waiting. We can't not have at least three other singles to release this episode. So... Mm-hmm. I guess let's just cents a song. Like yeah. we gotta, we gotta sell. Yeah. Sell, I guess, sell, sell. I guess we'll just put them all right here, back and, to back. And they like took the bait, of course, because like we can break it down. But like we first, okay, well, we start the scene off with Jesse going. Um, I took I, I took a class on judging reality shows, so I know how to give feedback that's both unhelpful and scathing. Um, <laughs> which is like something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, which is what he does exactly. That's one hundred percent what he does. Um. And then we have Santana singing Back to Black, um, followed mm-hmm. by Kurt singing Some People, mm-hmm. followed by um, eventually Mercedes doing Try a Little Tenderness, and Rachel singing um, My Man. I forget the name of this. It's called My Man. My Man from That's Funny Girl. Literally, um, it's Santana mm-hmm. and Kurt back to back, then a little bit of blather about Jesse and Rachel being biased against each other, and then it's Mercedes and Rachel back to back. It's like literally a, it's like a concert in the middle of the episode. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, let's break this down, yes. because this was all very much, like, and I could see, like, 
IRL, like you're gonna go into an audition with your best material. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it, it it fully makes sense that like Leah Michelle's gonna sing Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Santana's gonna sing Amy Winehouse. Kurt's gonna sing something from Gypsy again. Yes. Um, <laughs> but did they have to? Because it's already heightened musical theater sitcom. Right. So like I guess now my question is like, what do we think of these songs? We got back to black. So, I think like. There's some bias here for me, obviously, because of my personal feelings about the songs Rachel sings. Um, right. That like I like Santana's performance the best, just because I think I like that song the best, and her like cover of it's really good. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, right. yes, yeah, Santana loves like she killed it with Valerie. You like seeing her sing an Amy Winehouse. She's obviously very good at it, and mm-hmm. you can't really be mad at a Mercedes song because she kills it every single time. This every time. True. And then you're like, Kurt's probably doing a good job. And yeah, and then Rachel's Rachel. Rachel's Rachel. Yeah, <laughs> that's like that's it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I do appreciate is that, like, as I was typing this note, I was like, "Is, is anyone ever going to acknowledge this band?" And then, as I'm doing that, Santana actually goes around to all the band yes. members and acknowledges them and like mm-hmm. does a little thing. And like, I loved that. Like, mm-hmm. that is something they totally could build upon. Mm-hmm. Um. That's also where I realize, like, not only do they have to take the Glee Club, they have to take this whole band with them, and, like, they have to pay for those tickets, too. I'm like, okay, yeah, this mm-hmm. is very expensive. Yeah. Also, like, well, there's so many things about the band that I could say. Like, <laughs> first of all, where do they, how, how are they preparing for this? Number one. Oh, how, how far that in question advance do they go? I'm sure. Uh, and then on top of that, the, the, the pianist mm-hmm. is an Our adult yes. man. But the rest right. of them are students? I assume, like, maybe Brad is the leader of the band. You know how, like, when, yeah. you're, in, when you're in a child band that the, the, teacher, child band. the teacher plays yes. the piano because someone yes. needs to yep. be good at what they're doing? So yeah, the rest yeah. of you, like, I, I've always assumed that's, like, my, my band teacher would play the piano as, as we all attempted to mm. play a clarinet. And it never went well. <laughs> sure. That tracks. But it's just, it's still, like, where... What are they? Anyway, <laughs> there's right. a lot of questions that's here. That's Absolutely. so many questions. No, you're yeah. That's a we're, whole we're other podcast. That, like, yeah, we're convinced that like the AV Club and the band are all just like ghosts yeah. because they just <laughs> magically know any song. Like Kristen Chen with walking in saying mm-hmm. maybe this time and B flat, and they're all just like okay. no problem. It's all a dream. It's all a dream. <laughs> So, like, this might be a controversial opinion, but I would really love to, to see Kurt sing something that isn't for a woman. Yeah. Canonically. Mm-hmm. And, that's... and, like, that has nothing to do with, like, his talent or, like, his ability to deliver on it. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, give us something new. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said about, like, I don't know, maybe, what is this, is 11 years ago now? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. There was there was some sort of, like, this is the joke is that he sings women songs. Yes. Right. Uh, and and you kind of get over that hump within the first, you know, first season. And but like it's Kurt kind of literally like says thing. that in this scene where he's like, yeah. we've already had this plot like Yeah. <laughs> right. And and I mean now it's just like, yeah, he's singing the song, but give us give us some levels, Kurt, right? Right. <laughs> you know, give us right. something fun and fresh. Exactly. Then we get to Mercedes, try a little tenderness. I fucking loved this yeah. solo. Um, um, the best part about this was, good. like, 
watching that even Jesse during her singing was like had impressed face on like you see him like look to Will and go like mm-hmm. wow like right and so it does feel like his critiques for Mercedes is just him basically making things up because he wants yes. Ra- he wants yeah. Rachel to win and yeah that's when that right. very much becomes clear yes mm-hmm. yeah I just love that like, I just loved this bill yeah she, like, she absolutely just, killed it no one's surprised I I don't love and like maybe this is of course just looking through like 2022 goggles mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it I feel like it just doesn't look great for like two white men to be like you're a lazy black woman yeah mm-hmm. like especially yep. when it's followed by Rachel who like literally like they both just stand and sing at the mic and right. they do the same yeah. thing and one's like mm-hmm. lazy and and one is brilliant and one's brilliant yeah yeah right and also like we said earlier they all picked songs that are within their like mm-hmm. wheelhouse but somehow right. Mercedes is the only one that gets that critique that mm-hmm. she's not like trying anything new I guess I guess Kurt and Santana worked the stage in a little bit of different ways like mm-hmm. Kurt was doing they a lot did. of back bends that I didn't we did was doing a lot of like Fosse yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> Kurt was doing his Kurt thing yes yes and then we have Rachel, who's just kind of bearing her soul, singing the song to Finn. Yes. Of course. Mm-hmm. She comes out and, and says, I'm about to sing the most difficult song I've ever done. Is this true? <laughs> I cackled out loud at that line. It's like, I, I feel like this? Like, it's a hard song. But is it that hard? Is it the hardest <laughs> thing she's ever sung? Ever? 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 I don't know. And she, she, she looked mm. very, hard to believe. She was doing. She looked at ease, but I mean, she was yeah. doing her Leah Michelle thing, like you know, right. a lot of face, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of, of emotion, a lot of face bangs, the bangs. bangs, bangs, power bangs, yes, yes. Um, and like I thought it was great. Like she does a great, she does a great Barbara impression. Yeah. I mean, at the um, end of it, Kurt stands up and says, or like Kurt, look, having watched his performance, sums up. Leah Michelle and Rachel Berry's career that says she may be difficult, but boy, can she sing. And that's it. It's that's true. I also didn't realize they were all in the room until that moment. Yeah, they like, like we were all just in. hanging out. Well, no, they like all they all. I think there was like a half second where you can see them sneaking all scurrying in, yeah. into the mm. seats. Which I was distracted by Jonathan Groff. Fair, <laughs> fair, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> And, of course, that's the one where Jonathan Groff is like, that was brilliant. Now. Um, and, of course, Will is going to let them know by Friday because they're going to deliver. Now, if you were I to love the line that he says, yeah. he says, I'm sorry. He says, uh, I'm going to consider all the results, which does not make sense to me. <laughs> what are the results? The results of the, uh, this? The, the res- results there's of no data. Singing. No. I do not understand. <laughs> um. I, there's no empirical evidence. No. I, I take issue with that line, um, and I would like to speak to Ryan Murphy about it. Uh, I'm sorry for interrupting. Please continue. <laughs> so, no, that's an important note that the show is poorly written. Um, <laughs> if, if you were to try to remove all bias of, like, characters mm. and what kind of songs they sing, was there a winner of this, of this aud- round of auditions? Like it's I don't know. Well, I mean, here's the thing is like I could see maybe you have well because here's the thing. I would honestly just do Valerie again for Nationals yeah. because as we've discussed that that, number that performance really was perfect. One mm-hmm. on the show. Um, yeah. I would give Mercedes a so like 
a solo that has like the rest of the Glee Club backing her up with some sort of vocal arrangement. Like a feature that, within, like a yeah, high like that in a number, group number needed. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel, I don't know, <laughs> and Kurt, I don't know. Like I don't know if there's. Yeah. Like, a clear winner, because they had, like, four very strong... They were not all auditioning for the same thing, and that does make it hard. Right. It's like, what are it. What is the goal here? Do we... And I think that's also part of the challenge, is yeah. that they're writing an original song, but they don't... They don't all have they, the same style they, of music at yeah. all. Right. It... You they, know... They put themselves in a pickle here. They really so, have. Yes, they did. <laughs> they shouldn't consider this yeah. before going to nationals, and probably at this point, about four days <laughs> yeah jesus christ yeah um yeah but we're only halfway through the episode at this point yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it also <laughs> my last beef with this with this mini concert of solos is uh-huh. no other boy in all of glee club wanted to audition only kurt like puck wasn't looking to have a moment Artie wasn't looking to have a moment it was just three girls and kurt who were like this is time right. it's my time now I think right. all the girls that auditioned, barring maybe, like, Let Tina Live, Hello, um, made sense. But you're mm-hmm. telling me Puck, Sam, and Artie, none of them were like, you know what? I do want a moment in Nationals. I am more talented Even than Sam. Ben. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I fully could have bought by Sam going up there with his guitar right? and singing, I don't know, more Jason Mraz or I'm something. I'm sure. More Jason Mraz. That's right. <laughs> for a foreboding <laughs> sentence. Um. Look. Look. I know, I know who you are, Ian. Yes. <laughs> it's just, um, it's. I think it's dumb. Okay, that's it. Yes. <laughs> In conclusion, um, but then we cut to Kurt with Sue. Yeah. Um, we have this in- new piece of information where um, Gene watched Charlie and the Chocolate Factory three times a week. On um, VHS. And, a base, and on VHS basically tells him to throw everything yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Um because she's not short on memories with her sister. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget why he, why she calls Finn cottage cheese, but I thought that was so funny. <laughs> I don't know if there's a reason behind calling him that. I'm, it's just, <laughs> he's, I mean, he's look just at him. Cottage cheese. Anthrop- he's just anthropomorphized <laughs> cottage cheese, who is apparently making things worse. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then we learned that, like, she even she only agreed to this whole thing because... She was afraid no one would come. Yeah. Jean didn't know a lot of people. And at least mm-hmm. with the Glee Club there, there would at least be a house. Yeah. this For the funeral. Broke my dang heart. It, yeah. Absolutely. Because, um, like, she's having Absolutely. a lot of trouble processing her grief and her mem- sister's memory, her sister's belongings. She walks out yeah. after dropping this bomb. And then we just cut to Finn holding this VHS with the most stereotypical, like, they were like, okay, you have to look like you're thinking. And like put a, yes. and then he does the most Your eyes st- are moving. stereotypical <laughs> thinking face. He looks like a cartoon. He's standing yes. here holding yep. this VHS, going like, "This is my thinking acting face. No one will not know that I am thinking right now." This is my endowed object. Yes, I have to look at this and think about it, and I think I'm doing it. Yes. I have an internal monologue. It's giving um, second year acting. Like, yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, cut to Sue in her car, not wearing an Adidas suit, but wearing an actual yeah. suit, looking stellar. She looks um, amazing. She looks, looks amazing. Yeah. She, does. she does. If you're not going to show like, up to your sister's funeral looking hot, you're doing it wrong. 
really. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Really. It's what Jean would have wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, like, what I love is, like, we get this little bit of, um, like, Will meeting Sue inside the funeral yep. home, and, um, and Sue saying, like, Jean always stood up for you when, um, I made jokes about your hair, mm-hmm. like, that's really sweet. <laughs> and then we learned that, like, there is a full house, because, like, Jean, like, really touched so many people in this funeral. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to make of, like, the quick cut, not cut, but, like, a quick pan to, like, the board of, like, the different funeral rooms. I, I just, too, I guess, assume, you know, who the rest yeah. that this is happening here. I don't know. They shot that at sure. a real funeral home, so maybe there was just, that's the prop they yeah. had. That's neat. Um, um, I was, I, I almost tried to pause it and be like, is, is it, like, Referencing are they something? Easter egg is this like names? a little Easter egg, but right. I, as far as I could tell, it wasn't. No, I could. So, right. um, so um, everything about the next bit, I, I have the feeling of this feels like it shouldn't work in so many ways because it's Glee and they're not like good at things, mm-hmm. right? But it, mm-hmm. it it all does. Jane Lynch does some of the best acting I've ever like you and oh absolutely, and it's a fucking funeral. So even the like worst written funeral is going to is going to get you, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Never knew that the song Pure Imagination, which the Glee yeah. Club sings, didn't know I could get so emotional about yeah. that song. Yeah. I learned something about so, myself that day. Like, they come in. I do think it's a little... I don't love the, like, we made your sister's funeral look like a little bit of a Willy Wonka set. It's right. It's one right. of those things that I'm like, that doesn't really work, but then they sell the hell out of it, so I'm like, fuck, I guess it yeah. does. Right. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. like, Sue gets up to read, uh, some, like, something a piece she wrote about her sister, gets too choked up. Will comes up and reads it for her while she stands there and cries. It's all very moving. There's, and they hold hands. They hold right? hands. They hold hands. So sweet. That was really sweet. Yeah. This moment. And then Glee Club gets up. I do like that the Glee Club is not wearing uniformly black, because it seems like they understood yeah. the assignment that this wasn't a fully mm-hmm. sad your experience whatever in life yeah. right and they sing pure imagination um, from willy wonka um yeah. from the start of sue getting up to the end of pure imagination i was fully sobbing like if this wasn't like overclimped like oh i have like i could i could cry i was like mm-hmm. and and it happens every time i watch this episode it's just you watch a funeral and you watch people having emotions and i was just like nope i'm i'm ugly yeah. crying in my room yep. <laughs> yeah. oh man and they really hit home on that by having a full fucking video montage yep. of Jean's life. God, yeah. yeah. God. Holy shit. Which I, were those, I feel like they, those were not from previous episodes. No, right? they those had to like shoot that no. separated. Yeah. And like, that was all new footage. Images of her. And it's probably which, like the yeah. last that thing that so actress sweet. shot yeah. for this show oh. too is. Yeah. Like, just frolicking around with Jane Lynch in a field. Yeah. 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 I, I was just like, pure imagination is impossible to judge objectively, right? Because it's the emotions surrounding it. It's all too much. But I will say, right. great for Tina. Like, that Tina did a great... Thank God. Yeah. Tina got a moment. Tina got a moment yes, in this. Tina got a moment. Finally. Um, <laughs> and not to undercut anything, but there was just one moment where, like, everyone is singing except Puck in the background. Interesting. Like, and I don't even think it was, like, on purpose or anything. Like, I think just the dude fully forgot yeah. to lip sync with everyone That's else. That's fair. Um, I mean, it's a funeral. Like, oh, if there's a time to maybe not. 
you, you would get yeah. there. No, there was no emotion, though. Like, it just fully looked like, what's his Mark name? Mark forgot. forgot. Yeah. It was a cold. cold. Yeah, he just totally... <laughs> Don't ruin He the just forgot where he was for a minute, <laughs> yeah. Um, this scene ended, I'm, like, emotionally strung out, and then I look and I'm like, oh, there's yeah. still 15 more minutes of this episode. Yeah. Jesus Christ. This yeah. is, like, almost the halfway point. Mm-hmm. <sighs> how can we go yeah. on from here? And here's how... <laughs> In case you're wondering, listeners, we we move on by Finn breaking up with Quinn in the car at the funeral. A great timing. Finn, Perfect timing. Great timing. No, no notes. Finn, no notes. Finn says the best time to break up with my girlfriend is immediately after a truly heart-wrenching funeral that we prepared. Right. Did you? And it's like. Did you find the vibes because to of this Rachel? to be weird? Like the vibes of this whole scene were just weird. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. They were just mm-hmm. like because Quinn is like. Quinn goes a little, like, step pretty, and is like, no, 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 this isn't happening. Well, we'll get you through this, and I'm smiling, and we're going to be this prom queen happened. and king. I think that could have happened in the prom episode. Yeah. Like, this mm. totally could have happened, like, post-fight with Jonathan Groff, post her not getting her crown. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that could have been right yes. there, because yeah. she still could have been in denial. Um, and, like, her crying, which she does here, and the whole, like, uh, Finn being like, you can't, like, you don't feel anything. Like, yeah, I, this isn't the girl I fell in love with, whatever. It's just, that could have all happened. Right, because then. And we didn't need the bit of her being like, I didn't feel, I don't feel tethered to you like Sue felt tethered to Jean. Yeah. Which is a weird comparison to make. Yeah. Like, thank you. you that does thank not you. need don't to happen. Your high school girlfriend <laughs> to the lifelong love between two sisters who really only had each yeah. other. Yeah. Those yeah. are Sir, not. Sir, you the are same. 17. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, like. So, like, he breaks up with her. She says no. And then he's like, no, I'm really breaking up with you. And then he's, like, crying. And he's like, don't you feel anything? And she turns and there's literally one tear going down her cheek. The single tear. And she's like, is this feeling enough for you? And then Finn's immediately like, wait, no, stop. I love you. Which, like, Finn. Get a fucking grip, Like, yeah. you What's can't have it both ways. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, it was, and then, like, she leaves. And then there's, like, a longing look of him looking at Rachel getting into an unknown person's car. Yeah. <laughs> like who drove her here? getting into an unmarked van <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the alternate universe where now we have to put on a heist to save who rachel who drove her um, here though another event another yes. event to put on where they have where they have yeah they have to plan a whole song and dance number it's like they um to, to free rachel it's like they forgot they needed to get those two broken up by the end of the episode so they had to go back and be like quick uh, break up right break, here. Break them up. We, we have some room cry, right after cry. the funeral. Right. Diana, you're a great actor. Just sell it. And she, um, she is a she great did. actor. She does. She sold something. I don't know if she sold it. <laughs> she did what she needed to she do. She did what she, she could. She, yeah. She did what she, she did what needed to be yeah. done. She, she used the material. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's all I'll say about that. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Brittany then films their judging. I do love. We cut I do to, love Brittany as like a real world style like photographer. Oh my like, god! So, yes, so so good. Fucking love that she asked them to come on fondue for two and judge her. Cat. Yes. Which hold on, hang tight, real quick. I just have to shout out. Oh yeah. Okay, shout out to Instagram user. I'm so sorry if I am botching the pronunciation of your name. I think it's Therese Lund Bosbol. I love it. I love um, there is there is that uh, slash in the O that leads me mm. to believe that she lives 
in a non-American country that probably has mm -hmm. better um, socioeconomic systems and mobility than we do. <laughs> anyway, wanted mm -hmm. to shout her out for uh, commenting on uh, uh, our latest episode's Instagram post um, and uh, truly reminding us that Fondue for Two and Laura Tubington are iconic. Iconic. But yeah, mm -hmm. shout out to shout out to you, Therese. Um, and again, apologies if I am mispronouncing your name. Um, but yes, so absolutely, let's get her on, or let's get them on fondue for two to judge Lord Tubbington. Yes. yes. Plus one continuity point. Lord Tubbington will become the most important character in all of our lives. Just watch. I agree. Yes. Um, um, also, Will is like Brittany. Turn off the camera, and she's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "No, the button's right there." And she's like, "No, I know where. I know where the. I know where it is." <laughs> she just doesn't do it. <laughs> And then I love that, like, John's response, Jonathan Groff's yes. response to, hey, can you come on my show, is rock and roll. <laughs> that, I will say, the, the hippification of Jonathan Groff, if you put it, if you put Incredible. him with, with Britney S. Pierce and had them just be, like, a duo, I would watch the Dream hell out team. of that. Dream the hippification. He's not really like, a himbo because he's too... He, he yeah. is. He, Say what you will about this character, but, like, this is a... He, Jonathan Groff has got versatility. Yes. Like, he's doing yes. Mindhunter. He's doing this. Mm -hmm. He's doing Absolutely. Spring Awakening. You know? Yeah. Yes. Not a true himbo because he's got too many evil motives in him right now. A, a true yes. himbo sure. is pure of heart and dumb of yes. mind. <laughs> um, yes. Fair. Fair. But he um, definitely fair. doesn't know what his taxes are, so... <laughs> Right. No. Um, so, Will, of course, is not comfortable with this. Right. It's like judging for my favorite child, which okay. apparently is, yeah, apparently is what Jonathan Groff's or Jesse St. James's parents did with him. Yeah. Fine. That tracks. Um, but it's in the bag. Fine. We cut to um, Becky returns to... Um, she returns to, like... Oh, the palms. She returns her pom-poms. Pom yeah. It, it autocorrect oh, to yes. the moms yeah. in my notes. So I was like, what the hell happens here? She, she walks into um, the Sue's office with her mom and be like, well, I owe you a life debt. Here's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> but she comes back in with the pom-poms. Sue, apparently, we learn, is going through menopause. Or something, um, sure. Or something. Because she's going know, through, yeah. she fired you in a... I don't know if she needs well, to blame also, it on menopause. She's she going through grief, yeah, you know? Canonically, yeah. she's 30. No, yeah. she's not. She tells people she's 30. There's no proof that that's still Sylvester. Sure. Sure. Okay, fine. We can't say fine, canonically fine, 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 she is 30. We can say canonically she's said she is 30. She's told she, yes. Okay, sure. Um, but she fired Becky in a fury of womb rage. <laughs> um, and next year, Becky is going to be the captain of the Cheerios. Um, love it. Yes, Love. this was also, like, part Sue Sylvester, majority Jane yes. Lynch, and that's okay. The that only part of this perfect. I didn't like is she was like, one more thing, give me a hug, not like, can I have yeah. a hug? Um, or just, yeah. right. if you're a student and a teacher, you have to really be careful of those boundaries. Um, mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I, think I, I think I let that slide in this just because of the pure hardness. It was pure hearted, um, and it clearly was, yeah. like earned or whatever but i was like watch out sue yeah. the wrong person's yeah, gonna right. see that <laughs> and sue does actually wish will and the club good luck he's been a good friend to her yep. mm -hmm. he actually has a good heart like this is like i don't know like we we shit on will schuster a lot in this but his intentions are there despite like the shoddy 
uh, situations that Ryan Murphy puts yeah. us in. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And um, Sue recognizes, like, you're just genuinely pure. I don't have that going for mm-hmm. me. Uh, my sister did. Um, I, I just take turns hating the Glee Club <laughs> members for no reason. This week, it's the dancing Asian. Oh. <laughs> which is so... Poor like, Mike Chang. He I remember that. that being, like, the what people called him like on tumblr yeah when when people had all their their like like what are the tumblr urls it was always like frankenteen the dancing asian.tumblr.com yeah that tracks wow and oh god didn't didn't age perfectly uh (laughs) but also tracks but also tracks with the character so i mean he 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 technically is a dancing nothing about that phrase is untrue correct (laughs) It is true. And for a while, um, he really didn't have any more depth because he was barely given a name. True. That's, so that's all, all he we did. had. Yeah. And to be fair, you could argue that Cory Monteith was a Frankenteen. Um, yeah. This is also true. Well, he was a Franken 30 year old <laughs> at that point, but. Yeah. Of course, yeah. And so that's when, like, Sue confesses to the plot. Like, yeah. ac- I accidentally, like, not accidentally, I <laughs> may or may not have rerouted your flight mm-hmm. through Libya. Sorry about it. In return, I am going to run for Congress because our healthcare system is fucked. True. Um, true. Factually aged perfectly. correct. Yeah. Yeah. That stands. If anything aged perfectly from yeah, Glee, it's, that. it's this. Yeah. Um, of course, she's going to do the Sue Sylvester American Liberty Party, which sounds a little bit libertarian, but I do agree with her platform. Yeah. Um, for now. If that's if that's the if that's the core issue, I I support. I support. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, but then, it's like a little bit of like Sue where she reached at the end of season one where she was like, maybe the Glee Club does deserve to win after all. Except they just did right. it in the penultimate episode because they couldn't have her do the same thing at the big competition this time. Mm-hmm. And Sue, mm-hmm. Sue right. got her heart back again. She had it previously on the Christmas episode, lost it between then and now has gained it back. So Super valid, she's, she's, got, she's no longer an obstacle for nationals. Great. Mm-hmm. Right. And then that's where Terry appears. Um, and Sue says, I'm going to leave you two alone now because this is yep. awkward. Um, and, and she was right. Terry actually, and she's <laughs> yeah. right. And we, and Terry ended up doing the right thing, getting them all first class tickets by complaining about monkey pox on the plane. Um, or maybe she didn't do that and just said that her talk to the owner of the airline and he's a patron of the right. arts. Which I also, which oddly enough, I believe that less than yeah. the monkeypox thing. Yeah. Um, either yeah. way, just, just from a capitalism getting standpoint, minimally yeah. um, thirteen first class tickets just for threatening legal action. No, not yeah. even, mm-hmm. especially not in two thousand eleven. No. Um, especially yeah. not American Airlines. No. Yeah. Um, and do like I'm, I've not flown a lot of first class. Do they even have that many seats? I feel like it's only like one, two, three. Four. I feel like that would be like the entire first class. Yeah, <laughs> right. And it's three days Which, away at this point. Yeah, I don't think we no. can do that. No, I don't, no, think, no, I don't no. think. I just don't think it's available. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, but that aside, like we learn, and like this is where Jessalyn, like clearly, this is the end of her contract. Yep. We've She's made getting it. Put on um, the bus, literally, basically. Yeah. To in this case Miami, where she's going to be the full store manager of the sheets and things in Miami. Good for her. Honestly, yeah. Um, This is a win. I see this only as a win for Terry. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can also kind of see this is where Jessalyn is saying her goodbyes and Mm -hmm. like Matthew's having his moment. And um, Mm -hmm. 
they have like but of course then it ends with um like it dovetails with her starting to walk away but enter emma yes wearing will schuster's vest the only note I had about this was, boy, if I cared at all about Will's plots, I'm sure I'd be having feelings right now, but I just don't. Right. Yeah. I just don't yeah. care. Yep. They can't yep. make me. Hashtag this. <laughs> um, but then, like, don't kiss her. Don't kiss her on. Oh. Oh, no. Cheek. Emma kisses him on yes. the cheek. Yeah. Oh, God, don't is do that, that. Is that within, is that while Terry is looking? Yeah. Yes. Or does she leave before that? I'm, I think Terry's still there. I think there. she's looking. I, I think she's like, like that, at the back of the hallway. I feel like that was a kind of an unnecessary. It was all unnecessary. Like, did yeah. she? She was. I mean, oh, this whole thing unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> but like, truly, like I think all you needed, if you're gonna include Emma at all, yeah, like include her in. I mean, like I wouldn't have gotten this, but like have her there just to like meet up with Will mm-hmm. in the vest, and like if you were really paying attention, maybe you know that that's the the vest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they're walking away together. It could be anything. Yeah. Um, we don't need to spend so much time on this. Yeah. I guess the growth here is that Will doesn't have to wear a vest anymore because he's not wearing a vest this time. Whoa. That's the growth we love to see. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's not being held Incredible. back by his teacher vest. He's going to fly his little wings yeah. on Broadway or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> or whatever. Um, cut to Jesse and Rachel, where Jesse tells her she's going to be the soloist. And uh, we have... Like, I don't know, some re-re-re-Rachel growth here where, like, she's happy for herself but sad for her friends. You know what's, like, so fucking funny to me, though? Tell me. That if we hadn't been going through this whole rigmarole of this episode of, like, we're auditioning a soloist for Nationals, like, if they hadn't done this, we all would have gone into the next episode of Nationals assuming we were about to hear Rachel solo, right? Like, if, mm-hmm. if we didn't have oh, this, yeah. and I said, Ian, do you think Rachel will have a solo in the competition next episode? You probably would have been like, yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, of course. So it's like, it's just, she's like, I can't believe I'll get to sing a solo at a competition. I'm like, bitch, you always sing a solo at a competition. You, <laughs> you're the main character of the show. Like, Right. Mm-hmm. Truly. I know it's like meta and like, that's, they just needed to get the songs in. But I was just sitting up, like, by this point in the episode where I'd already cried my eyes out. I was just like, this is dumb. Yeah. This is stupid. Yeah, and like now that I'm thinking of it, like the like the whole funeral plot line, great. That aside, the whole Jesse St. James plot line of this could have been like a half a plot in the like season finale yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, leading up to what we're about to get to, which is this emergency or like urgent meeting at three um, for the Glee Club. Emergency meeting, confirmation yes. this takes place after Although school. Although I will say the thing we've popped over again is that after Jesse tells Rachel that she is, that she's gotten the solo based on his insider knowledge, they do do a kiss. They do a kiss on each other on the stage, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. it's really only important that they are now together enough. Big, some big quotes here that you can Mm -hmm. have a sad shot of Will holding a single wilting flower because he is broken up with. You just called him Will. And I go gross. I mean, it's true. But I mean, six and put one. a vest on that um, boy, and it's the same. It's the same guy. Um, yep. Oh God, not don't they're, bring her into this. They're the same age, so you know <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but yeah. Cory Monteith um, could not have been Link Larkin on Broadway. So, oh God, no. <laughs> I don't. I'm mad that I'm. Thinking I don't think about his legs now. could do that. Like, 
would be a, a fascinating experiment. Uh, right. So, yes, Finn, you get a sad <sighs> shot of Finn holding a wilting flower, mm-hmm. looking forlornly at Rachel and Jesse kissing, being like, but I just broke up with my girlfriend for you, even though you didn't right. ask me like, to. Right, which, which, like, if I were still 15, like, I'm sure that would have yeah. hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not, and it didn't. Kind of copy-pasting what I yes. said just before that, like, into this Emergency bit. Emergency like, meeting. The, right, the whole Jesse plot of this could have been, like, a B-plot in the Nationals episode, where all of a sudden we're like, we gotta do new things, we gotta be harder, yeah. better, faster, stronger, yeah. as Kanye um, once said, but ultimately end up here, which is, no, we're gonna do things the way we know how, yeah. and, like, not really, not that we don't care about the competition, but, like, if we lose, like, we lose together, right. and, like, mm-hmm. we're a team, we're here because we're all here, for, like, to be together, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, that is the that's the conclusion we always come yep, to. We're a team. We mm-hmm. care about each other. I do hate that he was like solos ruin everything. I'm like, well, literally, there's always been a solo number at every. Like, you're just lying. You right. gave Rachel a solo right. at lying. the last original song. She sang a full song by herself. Santana mm-hmm. sang a full song by herself at regionals this year. Like, you're just yeah. sort of making things up right now. I understand that Jesse's mm-hmm. right. style is not for you. But you can't be like, no, we only work when we all do things together. Blatantly untrue. <laughs> right. And then nope. the one thing I do appreciate, though, is that, like, after he says this, um, everyone does kind of give each other their props. Yes. Like, um, <laughs> like so even nice. Rachel and Santana. Yeah. 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 Give a like, moment. <laughs> I love Rachel being like, I, 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 like, Actually, your I wish I could great. sound like yeah. you. How do you get this raspiness? And Santana goes, that is so nice. I smoke cigarettes. She, no, she smokes cigars. Which is... Cigars, yeah. Cigars. Did she, she say cigars? cigars. She cigars. <laughs> I, th- I heard cigarettes. Holy shit, that's I know. Better. It's like, cigars really does She's take it to the of, next level. of culture. Because class. you can totally see Santana in, like, a power suit with a giant, like, zoot suit hat and a big cigar. Mm-hmm. And she'd look amazing. Like, love. In Jane Lynch's funeral yes. suit. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so... At the end of the day, I want two hit songs by the wheels. By the time the wheels touch down in JFK, go. They should be done well before that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are they gonna do it yes. on the plane? Yeah, and everyone's gonna the hate plan. them. Great. Imagine you get on a plane and all the first class is suddenly singing in harmony. <laughs> I, Vaughn. I can't even like say words in response no, to like, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, let me off. No. Right. Emergency Bad. landing. Let me off. <laughs> That is yeah, a war yeah, crime, drop me, and it should be a war drop crime. Drop me off in the middle of Pennsylvania. Yeah, get, me, um, <laughs> get me the fuck out. I will drive. I will go to Zipcar right yes. now. Um, yeah. And then, like, we have this final button of Finn being like, hey, thanks for not quitting the club. That's really big of you. And Quinn being ominously like, well, if I did that, then my plans wouldn't work out. And it's like, okay. A scheming yeah. queen. They've turned Quinn into, I <laughs> yep. guess Quinn has to be Sue now. Quinn has to be the one ready to ruin everything they've re-villainized her again mm. who is queen the world may never know <laughs> and um and that's the show that is our episode yeah. <sighs> this oof. this question there are so many things that happen yeah in one episode yeah. of this show and the emotional whiplash of this <laughs> yeah. episode is stronger than it's ever been in any other episode <sighs> that being yep. said um, we do have to make some objective choices about the music um, so let's talk, this is, this is a weird one for me to talk about music wise, because it's like, did you like one of the concert songs or did you like the one that literally tore your heart out? Um, but 
let's say it's back in 2011. Yeah. You have your 99 cents, and you're going to buy one song off iTunes to load onto your iPod and own. So you can only choose mm. to own one of these songs. Your choices are Back to Black, Some People, Try a Little Tenderness, My Man, or Pure Imagination. Mm. Let me... Well, first of all, I know what I would choose now mm-hmm. if I was going to buy one, but I'm actually going to look and see what I did buy. That is uh, <laughs> good data. Because... Uh, yes, Glee the Music Volume 2. I think I did buy um, Back to Black. Yeah. I remember listening to that um, often. <laughs> um, but I think I think uh, now I would be happy happy to re-listen to Try a Little Tenderness because yeah, a girl sings a, the shit out of that. She really uh, did. I think I have to agree. Mm-hmm. I think I would go with that one too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I would buy Back to Black. I think that is the one I'm most likely to like put into my rotation and listen to, even mm-hmm. still. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Pure Imagination, which I couldn't listen to on like my iPod because I don't want to cry like in the middle of yeah. the street where I am. Yeah, and I yep. actually, <laughs> honestly, probably can't even really re- rewatch it on YouTube because it's just, it's yeah. it's so much. Mm-hmm. But it is very mm-hmm. well done, so congrats to Glee for that. Yeah, I will say I did feel like a. I don't know. I don't know what this feeling is, but considering the the uh, upcoming Funny Girl revival, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean that I I went oh uh, it's Ugh. it's fun. you love to see it honestly. Um, yeah, I will say uh, oh, I just looked up because I was like. So I was not a super, I had different ways of acquiring music to fulfill my iPod back in the day. Um, But every so often I did purchase songs from iTunes and I know which Mm -hmm. ones they are because they're the only things left in my Apple music, which I don't use because I'm not Mm -hmm. an Apple music Mm -hmm. user. Sorry, Ian. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you the two songs I legally purchased from the, from the Glee (laughs) and they both have already from from the Glee. Glee. The first song I legally purchased was their cover of Losing My Religion. Yeah, that's right. And then the second one, surprising no one, is the cover of Teenage Dream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It had to be done. It had to be done. I was right on both accounts. If I'm going to only legally own two Glee songs, those are are two right ones. Those are the ones. You were justified, yeah. Yeah. I had a lot more that I limewired. Sorry. Sorry about it, but... Classic. That is okay. So... Monica, now we have our little two-part scienti- non-scientific quiz for you. All is right. there an artist or a musical entity or a song, um, something you think that um, Glee would have done really well that either they couldn't do because they were off the air or that they just never did? Like, is there is there anything you would have liked to have seen them cover? Something you'd like to see Gleeified. Yes. I, I wish I would love to hear an Olivia Rodrigo episode. Yes. I think mm. her her album just kind of fits right into that niche. We got a little bit of every little genre yeah. there. We can spread around the solos. Um, and it's like fun pop yeah. music, which I think is what Glee did really well when they weren't trying to, you know, be, be Broadway, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I feel like Olivia Rodrigo could have 
could I, you could almost see the Glee influence in Olivia Rodrigo's album because you can tell she oh she absolutely. a child is like I do love musical TV yeah and the second question mm. is there a song artist musical entity that you are glad Glee did not do or could not touch Hamilton yep uh, of course, I, of course. I, it's been said before, and it should be said again. Always oh, um, bears repeating. We are so, so lucky to live in the timeline that Hamilton did not happen on Glee. Yeah. Um, as much as I love both of these, uh, both of this IP, uh, I do not want them to see each other. <laughs> Can you take a moment to imagine a world of Glee covering We Don't Talk About Bruno? <laughs> I'm surprised it took us this long to say that. I mean, that. that song's really only been pumping out, really, for the past couple weeks, so it, it hasn't mm. come up yet, but... I feel like it's been a couple months. I don't know, since, like, Christmas. I guess that is a couple yeah, months, isn't it? a couple it? months. But it's only been on radio. <laughs> it's been getting radio play recently. Like, really? on the real-life radio, you can turn it on and hear Encanto's We Don't Talk About Bruno. Whose name is two syllables and could fit instead of Bruno? Rachel. Ooh. We don't talk about Rachel. Yeah, That's is right. there because no one's name ends with an O sound because yeah. literally just running through like syllables of cast mm-hmm. names. It's mm-hmm. like Rachel, Tina, yeah. Artie, <laughs> Brit, Noah, Brittany. Brittany. Yeah. Um. Mm. Or, or um. Even we don't talk about William. We don't talk about Schuster. We don't talk about Schuster. We don't talk about Schuster. <laughs> Think you're onto something there, Mon. Oh dear. Monica, oh, man. thank you so much for being on our little pod. This was um, such a pleasure. Uh, come back anytime. Yeah, I'll it talk was about so great. Anytime. Next time we'll invite you for an yes. episode that doesn't emotionally... Um, isn't sad. That isn't the saddest <laughs> episode yeah. of Glee thus far. Right. Oh, um, man. Well, if you would like people to find you on the internet and social media, is there a place they can do so? Yes. Um, at Monica Goff. That's M-O-N-I-C-A-G-O-F-F, as in Frank, on Instagram. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, that's my main one. Mm-hmm. That's, Great. that's the big one. Yeah. Where can people find you, Karina? Well, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and I guess TikTok. Um, all under the same place, which is Epic Adventure of. And you can find me at iBroski on Twitter and Instagram, uh, iBroads on TikTok, and ianjbrodsky.com. And the show is at uh, Glee Aggressive, gleeaggressive at gmail.com, hashtag gleeaggressive. Um, what should they write in about this Boy, week, Boy, this Karina? is a tricky one because I started thinking about it and I was like, well, I can't ask any questions related to funerals. That's not exactly making yeah. for fun, fun Don't joke. tell us about your funerals. No, I guess um, tell us what uh, reality TV show Jesse, Shade, Jesse St. James would become a judge on. Is he a mass singer like boy? That. Is he like an America's Got Talent boy? I bet he's the voice. You know what I think oh, it no. is? I think it is, and this is kind of anachronistic, but I think you'll both appreciate it. I think he is a judge on Legally Blonde, The Search for Elle Woods. That's exactly what oh I was going to say. Oh my god. <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. Iconic. I wish. I yes. Truly really iconic. Someone put that somewhere where it's easier to watch because I've tried to rewatch that. I know. It's. Uh, I thought it was on YouTube. It's on I thought YouTube, it was all on but YouTube. It's like it's... in a million parts, and every episode like ends early. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Legally Blonde cast. We're actually just starting again. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Also, perfect that Monica's here for that. I am um, obsessed with that. I. 
Mon and I have had multiple conversations about how much we like this musical. Dead ironically. ass. Yes. Bonus episode on Legally Blonde the musical then because this Le- musical. Yes. The Legally Blonde the musical it, means it. so much to I'm me there. personally that I will talk yes. about it for hours. Oh man, we great. Yes. Okay, I'm there. Consider it. Great. Wonderful. Pencil Perfect. that in. Okay. Get, <laughs> viewers, you've just gotten a little sneak piece of bonus content that was absolutely <laughs> happening. I thought. I thought you were going to say, listeners, you've just been threatened, but... <laughs> it is also a threat. <laughs> it is a warning and a threat. <laughs> yeah. And a yes. promise. Um, uh, well, that's the show. What are we going to watch next time, yeah. Karina? You've all joined us to uh, talk about Season 2, Episode 21. Next week, we are talking about Season 2, Episode 22, the season finale of Season 2. We are there, and it is just called New York. Ian, you should be an expert on this one. I would I can't hope wait so. to hear your scathing commentary on how they treat New York. Because they oh, man, filmed on I'm location. Afraid. This is not... Oh. They, they, all, they flew this whole cast really? and filmed on location in the New York City. I'll, spoiler alert, they go to the Broadway. The New York City. So, Ian, totally. knowing all of that, but also, does this episode we just watched make you want to watch the next episode of Glee? You know, I'm going to say yes. I don't see how you could not like look where we look where we, look at like, where we are and look at where we started. Mm-hmm.